0: The 16th day of the month. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. Psalm 34, verse 6. If you close your ear to the cry of the poor, you will cry and not be heard. Proverbs 21, verse 13. Today we begin a consideration of the Beatitudes. The translation used each day is that of the Jerusalem Bible. Beatitude 1. How happy are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We are most accustomed to Matthew's version of the first beatitude quoted above. Luke says simply, happier the poor. So who are meant? Those who literally have no possessions? Or those who, having possessions, nevertheless know the limits of these and therefore seek spiritual riches? Is it necessary to exclude one of these options? Do not both the literal poor and those affluent persons who admit to their spiritual poverty have the same sense of decency and of gratitude when their cry for help is heard? Further, both make legitimate claims upon those who are in positions to assist them. We are commanded to alleviate the suffering of the financially poor as we ourselves have ability we are also called to assist the poor in spirit by sharing with them whatever spiritual resources we ourselves have been given. The kingdom of heaven consists of mutuality as well as of grace. Opening prayer God of the poor, from riches of your grace, you share your bounty with all who are in need. Provide for the hungry and the homeless and teach us to do likewise, so that none may be prevented by physical circumstances from loving and serving you with joy and strength. So also provide for all whose spirits suffer poverty, that none may doubt your goodness or overlook your faithfulness. Above all, prevent us from thinking we are rich in spirit, if instead we are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked, lest our self-deception separate us from you. This we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ, who... Though he was rich, for our sakes became poor, so that by his poverty we might become rich. Amen. Psalm 41. Happy are those who consider the poor. The Lord delivers them in the day of trouble. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. They are called happy in the land. You do not give them up to the will of their enemies. The Lord sustains them on their sick bed In their illness, you heal all their infirmities. As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies wonder in malice. When I will die and my name perish. And when they come to see me, they utter empty words while their hearts gather mischief. When they go out, they tell it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They think that a deadly thing has fastened on me, that I will not rise again from where I lie. Even my bosom friend in whom I trusted, who ate of my bread, has lifted the heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me, and raise me up, that I may repay them. By this I know that you are pleased with me, because my enemy has not triumphed over me, but you have upheld me because of my integrity, and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen. From Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verses 12 through 16. Then it shall come about, because you listened to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord your God will keep with you his covenant and his loving kindness, which he swore to your forefathers. He'll love you and bless you and multiply you, You will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground, your grain and your new wine and your oil, the increase of your herd and the young of your flock in the land which he swore to your forefathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all people. There will be no male or female barren among you or among your cattle. The Lord will remove from you all sickness, and he will not put on you any of the harmful diseases of Egypt which you have known, but he will lay them on all who hate you. You shall consume all the people whom the Lord your God will deliver to you. Your eye shall not pity them, nor shall you serve their gods, for that would be a snare to you. From the letter to Titus, chapter 2 But as for you, speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine. Older men are to be temperate, dignified, sensible, sound in faith, in love, in perseverance. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, nor enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be dishonored. Likewise, urge the young men to be sensible. In all things, show yourself to be an example of good deeds, with purity and doctrine, "...dignified, sound in speech, which is beyond reproach, so that the opponent will be put to shame, having nothing bad to say about us. Urge bond slaves to be subject to their own masters in everything, to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith so that they will adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in every respect. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly." righteously and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope in the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Christ Jesus, who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. These things speak and exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no one disregard you." From the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 35 through 42. Again, the next day, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked, and said, Behold, the Lamb of God! The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. And Jesus turned and saw them following, and said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He found first his own brother Simon, and said to him, We found the Messiah, which translated means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Peter. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. A prayer to use throughout Lent by O.B. Wright, Jr., who's an elder in the Baltimore-Washington Conference of the United Methodist Church. God of all good life, on our journey toward Easter, cleanse our hearts of every desire to mimic the violence of wrongs that befall us. Save us from becoming the evil we hate. Save us from denial of abuses which daily crucify Christ afresh. Drive away the chilling cold, the wintry frost of numbing detachment from others' pains and our own hurts also. Breathe, O breath, your empowering spirit into the troubled hearts of your children who wish they could wish to love but cannot creator of our bodies, father and mother of our spirits, how we yearn to see you and our friend Jesus face to face. Precious to us are the Christ-like influences and the whispered encouragement to keep on keeping on of souls whom we have loved long since and lost a while. What a morning it will be when we mingle our voices with theirs and with all the souls invisible and adoring angels and a mighty chorus of unending wonder My Lord, what a morning when you shall crown us with the crowns you are holding now above our heads. Chastise, charm, and enchant us until we have grown tall enough to wear them. Hear our prayer in the name of Jesus, the shining way, the truth, and the life. Amen. A prayer by Michael Kuist entitled The Wire Fence The wires are holding hands around the holes to avoid breaking the ring. They hold tight the neighboring wrist, and it's thus that with the holes they make a fence. Lord, there are lots of holes in my life. There are some in the lives of my neighbors. But if you wish, we shall hold hands. We shall hold very tight. And together, we shall make a fine roll of fence to adorn paradise. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life.